Hello and good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It's a new day. It is um, Thursday. We are three quarters of the way through the week. It's a lot of fun uh, things to talk about. And guess what? I got the Yankees crew on today. I got Sarah on. I got uh, Lewis on. I got Kaz on. I got Sal on. We're going to have a great time. The best part about this is there is not one Arson Judge fan on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. You know, if you know Sarah, like Sarah would kill me if she was close enough to me at this point. But let's get this started for the next half hour as you're driving to work. I want you to hear this. So we'll start ladies first. Positive, Sarah, of the first half for the Yankees. Herman's perfect game. Okay. Yeah. I probably have Herman's perfect game. Um Seeing Rodon pitch for the first time, probably another positive, even if he's crapping the bed right now. Um, let me see. Those are the only ones I have right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Lewis, what do you think? Uh, first half, positives. Uh, two things. I'll make it quick. Uh, I know Volpe overall is – uh, I guess, quote unquote, struggling, but he's really turned it on lately. Um, and I think he's got really great makeup. I think he's definitely built for New York. Like nothing about playing in New York scares him. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what he, you know, grows into. And then after that, um, we're still above 500. <laughs> Get up. We're, we're still above 500. Why not? Um, uh, Kaz. Uh, positives for the first half. Give a close performance. Um, Domingo Herman's perfect game. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Sal, you, what about uh, what um, I mean, I got to say Herman's perfect game, too. I mean, that's just amazing. Um, Derek Hall, too. He's been an absolute dog on the mound. Mm. You should win the Cy Young, hopefully. And uh, I mean, first half. I mean, Anthony Rizzo, Rizzo put up a career first half, but now he's crafted bet a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah. I I'm glad you mentioned Rizzo because I was thinking, who's going to talk about Rizzo? Nobody. Everybody's looking past Rizzo, but he had a pretty good first half. Mm -hmm. um, he hit for power. He hit for average. Um, and he's a dude that when he makes a mistake in the field, he owns up to it. He's like, this one's on me. He's not the guy that is like, oh, that should have mm -hmm. been a better throw. No, no, no. He owns up to it. And I, mm -hmm. I like that in a player. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely a class act. Yeah. 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 So Lewis, what do you think? Let's let, I hate to use the word negative, but what do you think are some improvements going into the second half? that the Yankees can do. Now, mind you, that you play in the best division of baseball. Everybody's over 500. Everybody's got a plus minus positive. The Yankees currently sit at the bottom, but they're one game away. So what do you think are some of the improvements the Yankees can make? Oh, man, I knew you were going to ask me this question first. I was like just <laughs> dying. Like when you said the questions earlier this week, I was like, man, he's probably going to ask me this one first. And I was just like, I don't even know where to start. Like, it's like, I, I, 
<laughs> I think back to 2017, you know, because I was a big fan of Joe. And don't get me wrong, I I I I didn't mind Boone. Like I didn't like the fact that Joe got let go, but the fact that they got Boone, I was like, okay, you know, I mean, you know, he former Yankee, liked his style, you know, this and that. Um, but now, like, and I hate to do this, but it's like I feel like they need to, you know, move on from Boone. Like I look at the situation they're in right now. And it's it's funny, like my mind just turned to a guy like Joe Madden. I feel like they need to they need to like think outside the box and they need to get somebody in there who knows how to like break up this monotony of like bad, like just I don't know, like they they need someone to think differently, someone to just kind of like inject some sort of like um, positivity into that in that locker room because. I mean, I, I was watching Rizzo last night and the dude is just down. Like, you know, oh. you know, he's busting his tail out there. You know, he cares. You know, he's doing everything that he needs to do. And it's just not clicking for some reason. And, and I almost feel like it's almost like I think they need some kind of like psychology, like baseball psychologist in there. They need someone to just kind of just, I don't know, do something. I, I don't have the answer to that, but they, I feel like someone like a Joe Madden would be able to figure it out. So yeah. I don't know. World Series champion. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, you know, again, not, I, I like the Yankees. I love the history of them. Obviously everybody knows that I'm a Dodger guy, but I think Aaron Boone peaked when he hit that home run in the playoffs. Right. And that's kind of why you guys hired him because he's a fan favorite. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't see Aaron Boone getting in somebody's face, especially not a Giancarlo Stanton or a, an Aaron Judge and saying, dude, I need you here an hour earlier to take extra BP or anything like that. Whereas if Joe Torrey says that to you, you say, yes, sir, I'll be here 90 minutes early, not 60 minutes early. Does that make sense? Or am I just totally mm-hmm. off, guys? Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, the flip side to that, too, though, Lewis, is Somebody asked me the other day, should the Mets fire Buck Showalter? And I said, Buck Showalter's not hitting 26 home runs and batting 207 like Pete Alonso is. Buck Showalter's not pitching like Kate Upton, three and five. Buck Showalter's, like, there are certain things that the Mets are doing different than the Yankees that that's not nothing to do with Buck Showalter. Right. I mean, but I can, the flip side to that coin, Aaron Boone, I can understand that. So, Kaz, where do you go with this? Where do you guys need to improve in the second half? I'm just like Lewis. I mean, I wanted Aaron Boone gone from a long time ago, but they're not going to move him. They're not. Uh, just we got to all be realistic. What do I see them doing? They need a hot stretch for the next two months. Look how bad we're doing, and we're only like two and a half. Well, after tonight, we'll probably three and a half out from the pl- playoff wild card. But we need, a, we need a good stretch. I think once the Yankees get hot, I think they'll turn it on. Uh, for me, I'm looking at the deadline. I'm looking at the trading deadline. I know there's a lot of speculation but I said it from the beginning. I'll say it again. Yes, Cody Bellinger would be nice. Okay, no problem. He's on a one-year deal. But, you know, I want a starting pitcher. I want a couple of relievers. Cashman kind of pointed it out. He said he wanted a couple of relievers. He needed an outfielder. He wanted a catcher because I hate all our catchers. I can't stand them. Uh, Trevino, he's good as a backup. But everybody else, they stink. I'm sorry. You know, I'm just saying the truth. I'm a realistic. So just to let you guys know, and ladies. I'm a realistic guy. I'm blunt. I get it. I tell mm-hmm. it the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They need outfielder. Ballinger would be great. 
I want a pitcher. Now, it's not just any kind of pitcher that you just go, okay, this guy's on. No, I'm not talking about Michael Lorenzen or Ira. I'm talking about a big-time pitcher that you could pitch behind Cole. Montas, I don't know if he's coming back. Rodon, uh, it's going to take time with Rodon. He's been gone for three months. I know mm-hmm. he had a couple of good starts. Um, I know today he's not doing well, but it's part of the process. But I'm looking for a big-time pitcher. What big-time pitchers out there, I don't know. I don't know what Cashman, what's on his mind. I trust Cashman, what he's doing. I know he can land, but the pitchers that he gets, they just don't cut it in New York. And it's not his fault because everywhere else, just like Montal, Sonny Gray, the list goes on. They do well, but when they come to New York, they just can't handle it. I'm looking for a good couple of good relievers. So I got to wait. I got to wait after the deadline and then I'll see where the Yankees are at. And then they just, they need a good two month stretch. That's it. It's just simple as that. They need a hot streak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, Sal, what do you think? Um, yeah. Um, they just need a, they need to get hot fast. I mean, times, times running out and, uh, the offense is just nowhere to be found without Judge. I mean, with Judge and they're they're a totally different team. But when he leaves or when he gets injured, they're just dead. <laughs> like huh. no no one does anything. And um, I think uh, I don't know. It's gonna be a weird trade deadline because I mean, with how bad the team's playing right now, do you buy or sell? Now I know. It's hard for the Yankees to sell, but maybe they could do a little bit of both to uh, Retool. Retool. help the team and, and uh, well, trade on lifting contracts. By the way, you boys still owe me. Uh, you still owe the Dodgers for the bullpen door. We'll take cash or cash. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron Judge still owes me for the bullpen door, right? The Dodgers sent an invoice, but it hasn't been paid. No. It wasn't uh, the bulletin door. It was the concrete slab. Uh, that you owe us for that, too. We'll take <laughs> the bullpen gate and the concrete slab. I'll be honest, Bill. Um, I felt Aaron Judge should have had surgery. He should have sat out the year. I think it was a mistake him waiting. That's the honest truth. That yeah. toe from the doctors, from what they're saying, could take a two-year healing process. That's what they're saying. I felt like he should have had surgery. See, but the Yankee medical staff, they're pathetic. Excuse my language, they're horrible. They did it with Montas. They did it with Judge now. They did it with a couple of guys. Oh, we'll hold off. We'll see. No, he should have did surgery, and that's it. Yeah, no, yeah, it makes sense. Um, Sarah, I, breathe a little bit. We've been talking about Aaron Judge, but breathe a little bit. How can the Yankees improve? <sighs> um. I can't even talk right now. I'm so frustrated. Yeah. But it's, it's getting to the point where going back and watching the captain is my only positive (laughs) out of anything on television. And like, I don't care you have to pay an ESPN subscription for that, but that's the only positive at this point, because it's like it, 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 to think this organization was once good is shocking but at this point it's like um oh my god there's so many red flags 
and uh, it, it's it's it gets me to the point where I can't even watch Rizzo's post games in the locker room because it's like somebody died and you're watching their funeral through YouTube. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much what this team is watching a funeral through YouTube with billions of views. And you're getting like hundreds of other teams, fans, literally shouting nonsense. And you're trying to literally block it out. But at the same time, I, it's, it's getting to the point where you can get angry, you can get frustrated, you can say things out of being blunt, yeah. But at the same time, it's the fact that you also have to think about everyone else around these players. Is it physically stuff that they're dealing with just with baseball? No, it could be stuff at home, it could be stuff with family, and they're not going to say that because it's personal business. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's the fact that I don't even know. I, I don't even know if there's a playoff push. I don't even know if it, it a literally it's too early to say, but too late to even predict anything. Right. So so you bring up a good point, Sarah. And and it's it is unique to me to what listen, being a Dodger fan, what do what does everybody want to do? They want to beat the Yankees, they want to beat the Dodgers, right? They want to beat the Yankees because everybody's jealous they got 27 rings, right? They want to beat the Dodgers because we spend so much money right now and we're kind of the Braves of the 90s, right? We keep winning divisions. The year that we lost the division in 2021, we had 106 wins. The Giants just had 107. So I get it. I I totally understand what you're saying. And it's almost like people glory in the fact that we're struggling. And I don't like that. I'm not okay with that. But that's that's part of being the best. Right. And it's hard to do. I, but I, I, I feel your pain, Sarah. Trust me. I, I, sometimes I watch some of these post-game interviews and I'm like, okay, guys, oh, okay. Right. It's almost like you guys are poking the bear. Right. And so, um, I, Kaz, we mentioned this, we started this, uh, conversation about injuries outside of Aaron judge. How have injuries affected the Yankees? Um, I mean, obviously, changed. Carlos Rendon, I mean, you know, going from there, right? Yeah, it's been the same problem for the past three years. It's always injuries. Just injuries, injuries. I mean, it's part of the game. You know? Can't use it as an excuse, but that's been the Yankees' problem. Um, I lose on Loiza got hurt. I know he won't be back till probably late August, September. Uh, now, Nestor Cortez, he might not be back till August. I don't know. And he's been, ha- he was having a down year. Uh, Severino, this is his last year as a Yankee. Uh, whether they try to resign him, I think he's gone. I think uh, I think he wants out what they did with him last year. Uh, there is contracts coming off at the end of this year where, you know, they could probably put it back into the team and try to sign. But uh, it's, it's, it's the same story. I You always wish, you know, wishful thinking on a healthy season, but it's not. Rodon, he, he got paid like a top one starter and – he never came back till three months later. So it's just the Yankees' luck. I don't know what it is, but everybody that signs in New York is just it's just bad luck. That's the way hey. I look at it. But I, I don't know what to say. Like Rizzo, Rizzo was on fire, and then he got hit with an injury, and then he just it's been sliding backwards because I'm happy with about Rizzo, and I still love Rizzo. 
Uh, Volpe, I'm glad he's our shortstop because we're not going to get a shortstop. We had a chance for two years and we didn't. So we're stuck with Volpe and Donaldson's now gone. They brought up Peraza. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I hope to keep Glaber Torres. I'm a big Glaber Torres guy. So I don't want him to leave. And that's just me. I don't care how Yankee fans feel about him. He's a hell of a talent and I like him and I hope to keep him, but I hope you keep Bader too after the end of this year. And just, you got to work other areas. I mean, we'll see what happens, but we got two months left. I mean, we still have a lot of time. So I, okay. So you bring up a good point. Um, It could be worse though. You could have signed Jacob DeGrom for a bazillion dollars and then lost him for 18 months. So look at, at least you're not the Rangers. Well, the Rangers went big, and I knew the ground was leaving New York. That's not his style. He's a private person. I respect right. his decision. Uh, just like you mentioned, Buck Showalter. I mean, yep. where were they before Buck Showalter? They were nowhere. They were a clown uh, clown show. And Buck Showalter brought respectability, especially with Cohen, you know. But Buck Showalter is the man of that, you know, of the room. He's a he's a veteran manager. He knows what it takes to win, and uh, you know, just like Mets, just like Yankee fans, just like Mets fans are delusional, sometimes arrogant, ignorant, obnoxious. Just right when they see their team losing, boom, you know, let's put it on the manager. Well, Buck Showalter, I'm not blaming him. It's not his fault that his players couldn't step up, or they got a bad pitching staff, and they signed guys that are old. Well, Aaron Boone, Aaron Boone's a good regular season manager. I just hate him in the playoffs. You know, you could have the regular season, but in the playoffs, I hate his managing skills. He really costs us games. That's why I don't like Aaron Boone. It has nothing to do with the regular season. It has a lot to do with the playoffs. Okay, so fair enough point. Um, Sal, uh, same thing, same question, injuries, how they affect the Yankees. I mean, you mentioned it already, but. Yeah, um, they've affected us very much, and we wouldn't really be complaining about injuries that much if the team was built correctly with good depth pieces. I mean, Aaron Judge getting injured and being out for a big chunk of the year is going to get some talk. Obviously, he's one of the best players in the game. But, I mean, just like some bullpen pieces injured. I mean, a bullpen's been great, but still, I mean, you have Nick Ramirez closing games and – he closed the game the other night against the Angels and blew it. And, I mean, that you just can't – he can't be pitching for us this time in the season. We need pr- proven relievers that are good. And, I mean, Cashman and company have just built this team to, to blow up pretty much. I mean, that's what it's t- turning out to be. Well, in – in all fairness, and this is goes back years, guys, 20 years or so, guys and gals. Um, in all fairness, the Angels are the Yankees kryptonite. They have been for years. It, every team has a personal kryptonite. The Angels just happen to be the Yankees kryptonite. I have no idea what that means. I don't know, understand why, because the Yankees win games that they have no business winning against teams over the years that have been better than them. But when they come to Anaheim, and I, I'll never call them L.A., when they come to Anaheim, it's all of a sudden it's just not in their cards. Well, it's funny that you say that because yesterday when I was watching Michael Kay's pregame, mm-hmm. um, before Jack Curry, I think, went to commercial, <laughs> he just had this stunned look on his face because now I understand why 
but there was, I don't know if this guy was a foreigner. I don't know if he was a tourist, literally wearing an angel's jersey mm-hmm. with a Mookie Betts hat. Yeah. The Yankees, they always had problems with the from the days of Tory and Jordan. They, like you said, they were always a kryptonite. That is true. The Yankees had an under 500 record versus the Angels. Even yeah. us, when we played them and they beat us in 2000, and, uh, uh, when they beat us real bad. But the year, even when we, yep, 2002, even when we played them in 2009, I was scared from the Angels. I'm like, they had Vlad. And I'm like, this team's a kryptonite. They're like, oh, don't worry. I go, trust me, man. The Angels give us fits because they, yeah. they play that small ball. I remember yeah. with Eckstein, Eckstein and uh, Sean Figgins and all of them. They they played that small ball to the butt, to the teeth, and they they murdered us. They 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 hurt us big time, and we never had success. Mike Sosha, I always respected him as a manager. I thought he was one of the best managers in the game, and uh, I hate. I'm so mad that he's not back in baseball. But that's maybe his personal choice. But I felt like well, he's a great manager. Maybe the Yankees will pick him up. I wish. I wish. I mean, right now he's doing golf commercials locally here in Orange County. So um, I can't imagine that's paying him a lot of money. But anyways, uh, Sarah uh, and and Lewis, I, we've talked a lot about this injury thing, but do you have anything to add, Sarah Lewis, on the injury front and how it's affected the Angel or the Yankees? I'm sorry. No, I mean, I think, I think most of these guys have covered it. You know, it's, it's you know, like, like Cass has said, you know, the, the, the Yankees – strength and conditioning and, you know, medical team has, I, I feel like they just continuously drop the ball over and over again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're, I don't know. I don't know if they're just training these guys wrong or what, but every year it seemed like one or two guys go down at the beginning of the year, every mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like it is an internal thing. So I know that they got rid of their strength and conditioning coach. What was it two years ago? I'm trying to remember when they got rid of, the guy they had on there for quite a while, but either way, um, nothing really much to add to it. Okay. Sarah. To be honest, um, I hate the athletic trainers. I hate the mental health coach. I literally cannot stand the conditioning coaches. I'm sorry. Why do you have a guy the size of freaking Jose Altuve running with judge when you should have a guy literally the size of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar helping judge? Right. Not that size has anything to do with baseball, but at the same time, when you're working out with guys that are literally 600 pounds heavier than you, you should be able to get somebody specifically for them. And how, don't even give me that nonsense. I don't have money. You have money. You're just a greedy POS (laughs) that you literally have no freaking clue of what you're doing. And I'm sorry, I wish your dad was still alive and cloned a hundred, hundreds of him because I really, literally miss George like hell. Yeah, there you go. Makes sense. All right, uh, Sal, one, you've already mentioned this, but one word, um, are you, at, uh, and you can say both. So, because my, my last question is the one I really want to get to. So Sal, one word. Are you buyers or sellers at the deadline or both? I'm going to say both. Okay. Sarah? I mean, both. Okay. Both. Lewis? Um, <laughs> gosh. They're, the Yankees don't have much to sell, uh, so they're going to buy, and they're going to buy to, to Pete. 
you know, kind of appease the fans and let make us think that, hey, you know, we're trying to win. They've kind of been doing that for years and it's, I don't know, they're, they're going to buy. I, how They're not going to go deep because, yeah, I'll just stop there. Okay. Guys, one word, buy or sell both. No, they're going to buy. They're in it. Now, I, I will say this. You guys have the biggest market in baseball, the biggest um, fandom. Like, you know, it's an honor to play for the New York Yankees. So buying is a good thing. Um, all right. Uh, Sarah, final question. You get to lead this one off. I'm going to read this to you. Um, Kansas City, you have today off Thursday. You have three with Kansas City at home and then three with the minuscule Mets. The Mets are struggling. I can't call them the mighty Mets. Two against the Mets. You get three in Baltimore. And then you have three against Tampa Bay at home, four against Houston at home. Okay. Um, three in Chicago against White Sox, three with the Marlins in Miami, and three in Atlanta. A very tough homestand and a very tough road trip to start August. Keeping it simple, because we got about seven minutes left on this um, on this podcast, but keeping it simple, what do the Yankees need to do to make a decent playoff push? Are we looking now just win series and try to win two out of three? Are we looking to put a seven, eight game winning streak together? What are we looking to do to make a push? Both. Okay. Literally yeah. both. I don't care which end of it goes, which where, which way, with who, without who, with Boone's little people. Like, I, I just win. Win for Christ's sake. Win. Win. I like it. Lewis, what do you say? Um, yeah, I mean, they, they got to – they just got to get something positive going. I mean, if they just won a series right now, that'd be huge, you know. So, I, I think you just – that's all you got to do. You. It, it sounds so cliche, but I mean, you literally just got to take it one day at a time and they got to win. They got to just win one series for right now. That's all they, they really can do. So. You, all of a sudden guys, I have flashbacks to nuclear Lush and bull Durham. We just got to take it one day at a time. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm I was thinking new Brown from major league. He's like, we win one today. We win one tomorrow. That's a winning streak. It's happened before. Exactly. We won one yesterday. If we win it one today, that's two in a row. If we win yeah. one tomorrow, that's, that's called, called a winning, winning streak. streak. It has <laughs> happened before. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, keep it simple. What do you guys need to do to make your serious push? One game at a time. We got to win series. Every series that come up, you got to win it. Whether it's a four-game series, take three out of four, or you sweep. Or if it's three, take two out of three, or you sweep. Or if it's two, take two or split. Whatever. I mean, well, if it's two, you got to win the series. I mean, that's the way it is. You got to win series. You got to catch on a hot streak. That's simple as that. Mm -hmm. Like it. Sal, you get to, you're the cleanup hitter tonight. Uh, keep on just winning, just win. I mean, not keep on, just start winning games, winning series, sweeping a couple, um, get judge healthy, do some moves at the trade deadline to help the lineup. And that's just it. Just win. Well, I, I sure hope we've done good with getting you to work today, talking about the, the Bronx Bombers. Um, for those of you listening to this, please, by all means, uh, go to the Instagram page, follow all four of these individuals. They got great baseball content. I triple dog dare you to 
say anything negative about Aaron Judge to Sarah. Let's see how that all rolls for you. You'll um, you'll it, get cut off when you just mention AJ. Yeah, yeah, it might not go well for you, but that's okay. Um, please, if you're driving, don't follow them right now. I don't want any car accidents. Just enjoy yourself. But Sarah, Lewis, Sal, uh, Kaz, stick around for 30 seconds after this. But from the bottom of my heart, thank you for giving me your opinions on the Yankees. When we get to October, we will definitely have you guys on again. So I appreciate the time, guys, and have a great Thursday morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.